Welcome back. Glad to have you. Hour number three of the Bill Michaels Show. And uh, good stuff. We've get, we've gotten, we've gotten, uh, I've lost my mind. I don't even know how to speak anymore. I've been doing it so long and I figured it would come natural and it just doesn't. Uh, we've got uh, some discussion because what we have found out today from David Carr, Derek Carr's brother, states that, yeah, uh, the conversation between Devontae Adams and Derek Carr has been ongoing and they thought two years ago. This was going to work out. And Devontae Adams always wanted to go to Vegas, was not going to return to the Green Bay Packers. There are some questions there, I guess, uh, if you want to ask yourself a few. uh, Like, well, if that was the case, then why was Aaron Rodgers going on and on in the Pat McAfee show about uh, signing Devontae when it came to the Packers? So uh, a lot of different stuff to get to. And joining us now on the hotline, our good buddy uh, Rob Reichel from Conley Media, Forbes.com. Uh, you can read his stuff at Rob Reichel. Yeah, a lot of Packers coverage there as well. Rob, how you doing, pal? I'm great. How are you, Unit? I'm good. So we get the revelation today that this uh, has been in the works for going back as far as two years to get Devontae Adams uh, out of Green Bay. And Devontae had absolutely no intention of returning to the Packers, that he wanted to go one place and one place only, and that was to Las Vegas. So now that we know this, we kind of knew it before, but – now we get confirmation. Uh, any reaction to that? I would just say I'm not surprised at all, Bill. And, you know, Ben and I were talking a little bit off the air. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of factors here. Um, obviously, and it'll be interesting to hear from, you know, hopefully Rogers next week if he, if he shows, uh, you know, for some of the mandatory stuff, Bill, and, and certainly when, when Adams talks next. But, but, but but there's clearly a link, you know, all the way back to their college years with, with him and Derek Carr. Um, he's a West Coast guy. He has he has talked at length for for several years how he how he'd like to finish his career and 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 play there later on. And it, and, and I'll just be honest, Bill. I you know I, I I'm I don't think there was much of a relationship there whatsoever between the quarterback and the wide receiver. Uh, uh you know, off off the field. And now you don't need that necessarily. Uh, to excel on on the field, and, and Adams has proven that, and and he certainly was the beneficiary of of seeing a lot of footballs. Yeah, I think he was targeted 169 times uh, a year ago, Bill, when it, when he put up you know, those all world numbers that he did. But um, you know, I, I'm sure he wanted to keep it quiet, Bill. If, if he had any kind of rift or beef with the quarterback, we've seen how things have worked out through the years. For guys like Greg Jennings or, or Jermichael Finley or, or Kabir Gabajamilla at one point spoke up about the quarterback. Donald Driver even made a couple of comments, and it seems the fan base immediately jumps into Rogers' corner, and and whoever it is who had a negative word to say about the quarterback becomes you know public enemy number one. Um, you, you start to connect the dots here, though, Bill, and, and add it all up. Devontae Adams is a really good guy. Greg Jennings, you know him well. He was a really good guy. Uh, Finley was kind of a goof, but you know he just, he said what was on his mind. Um, I, I think Bill, through the years, there's you know been rifts between the quarterback and maybe a lot of guys that have come and gone in, inside that locker room. And Devontae tried to do this a little more privately. Uh, this is the first time word has obviously leaked about it, Bill. But but again, you know, you kind of ask for a reaction. I, I, I'm not surprised whatsoever because he's not the first, and he, and he won't be the last. Is this uh, um, it, because remember Rogers said last year people come here to play with me. Since then, Devontae Adams, MBS, and Equinemius St. Brown all are gone. 
uh, and they're not taking less money to stay in Green Bay. Is this it, it, basically what you're saying is this is indicative that guys come, they think he's a terrific quarterback, but they don't want to deal with the ego. They don't want to deal with the head. They don't want to deal with the look at me and they want to get the hell out of here. Yeah, you know, you, I certainly can't speak for all of them, but I chuckled when he made that statement because I'm, I'm trying to remember of, of the last time, you know, some, there was there was a big free agent splash at the wide receiver position, and and and, and the player said he came there to be with with Aaron Rodgers. Maybe a Jimmy Graham would be about the closest thing we've seen in the last decade or so, Bill. But um, again, by that point, Jimmy was washed and. Um, Green Bay got him on the cheap and at the later stages of, of his career. So, no, I, I, you know, I mean, Bill, several players have said a lot of things off the record to a lot of reporters inside that locker room through the years about, about the quarterback. They're terrified to go on the record with it again, because they've, they, they, they've seen what's happened in the, in the court of public opinion to the Jermichael Finley's to the Greg Jennings of the world who, who again are immediately casted as the villain here. I mean, every, everybody wants to take the side of the quarterback, um, you know, but, but I, I, I said for years, he, he's, he's, he's extremely high maintenance. He's, he's a tough guy to work with. He's a tough guy to please. Um, I mean, Bill, we, we've seen it inside his, his own family. Um, you know, he's had these enormous rifts with, with, his, with his parents and his siblings and things like that. He's, he's not an easy guy to coexist with. And, um, you know, so again, just specifically back to Adam, I don't think this should come as a great surprise to anybody that he, he maybe wanted to line up and give it a go with another quarterback. And, 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 and let's not sell Derek Carr short. He's a top 10 quarterback as well. So a lot of this, I think, you know, is, is going to and, and could work out really well for Devontae Adams long term. So what did you think of uh, the inside via the quarterback and last night, the match? Well, I didn't watch any of the golf, I'll be honest with you, Bill. It, uh, you know, football players, you know, playing their second or third sport doesn't intrigue me a, a, a great deal. Um, but I will, I will say this. It, it certainly was interesting afterwards that, that you know, Aaron Rodgers always knows when, when the, the cameras are the brightest and, and, and the most eyeballs are turned to TV sets when to create a little bit of drama. And it wouldn't be, you know, Wednesday night in the middle of June when he had that opportunity he passed on it and, you know, telling, you know, telling the world again last night that, you know, I, I forget the exact quote bill, but that the end is near, you know, for him and, you know, to, to correlate it to a, to a golf type of a deal. I mean, I, I don't think that should surprise anybody that he's on hole 16, 17, 18. He's again, he, he's a complicated guy. He's, he's got a lot uh, off the field. I think that tugs and pulls at him that, that he's interested and intrigued in. Um, he probably looks at it and then, you know, he's, he's going to be 39 bill in December that the grind of this becomes enormous, uh, especially in the off season. The football stuff is really fun, but you know, again, getting from, from January to September is, is a long time. And, and when you take a guy like that, who has so many off the field interests and is tugged in a lot of different directions, I'm, I'm sure there's a number of things bill in his life that are a lot more fun than, than going to the gym and working out and trying to get ready uh, for an upcoming season. So, I, you know, I, again, I, I, I do think the end is, is near. You know, if you're the Packers, Bill, and, and you just inked them to this, to this big contract, you, you have to be a little nervous when, when you hear things like that because the financial implications, you know, if, if he opts out, let's, let's say he retires, Bill, after the 2022 season, I, I think the cap hit for Green Bay is, is roughly $70 million. If he plays through 2023, Bill, and, and retires, let's say, in the spring of 2024, the cap hit is a little more manageable. It's about $30 million then, and it continues to go down over, over the rest of 
the, the life of that contract. But, Bill, let's just say 12 months from now, he, you know, he's no longer a member of the Packers, that, that, that he is, he's retired from football. Um, you, you could almost flush the, the 2023 season down the drain because a $70 million cap hit is just one that, that no organization can handle and expect to put a winning football team on the field. So let me let me ask you this in this sense, uh, because, uh, you know, I, I get what you're saying and I completely understand it with the amount of money that's going to be hitting the Green Bay Packers. Is there window just the next two years? Is that it? it, it it's tough to say. I, I would have even told you that a year or two ago, Bill, that, that the, the window might have ended after. 2021. I didn't anticipate this contract extension with Rogers. I thought they'd turn it over to Love by now and and start start going in in that direction and might need a year or two here and then they'd they'd be you know relevant again by about 2023 or 2024. It, it, it's it's tough to say, Bill. Um, you know, they're they're going to have a championship level defense here the ne- the next couple of years. There's no question about it. I I do think at the end of the day that 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 group of wide receivers they're going to put on the field here in 2022. You're going to be talking about it all fall, kind of like you did with the special teams last year, Bill. It, it, I think that's going to be the Achilles heel. I think that's what's going to hold them back from beating the great teams in the league, the you know the the, the Rams, the Buccaneers, the 49ers, the the Bills of the world. I just I don't I don't see that group being good enough to get Green Bay to a championship level, and maybe Gutekunst has a move or two up his sleeve here for 2022. Um, but but it's gonna it's gonna take a kid like Christian Watson a year or two, Bill, before you know he turns into a high level wide receiver. Those those older guys on the roster again, I either are kind of has beens or never were. The the Watkins, the Cobbs, the Lazards of the world. It's it's gonna be tough for them to win a championship. And I would honestly think, Bill, twenty twenty three, if Rogers is still around as these young guys grow up at wide receiver might be a better opportunity for him to win because the defense should still be largely intact. And I think the offense will be even better. You, you start to run into problems down the road where you're, where you'll, you know, 2024 and beyond bill, but where you're going to lose a lot of these guys or the cap numbers become so big. You're going to have to cut players and things like that. So I think it's a fair assessment of what you said. It's a two year window probably right now that you're, that you're looking at with, with Rogers, although, Again, Bill, with with this group of wide receivers, I, you know, I, I they'll win the NFC North. I, I I think they'll win a playoff game, but I I just don't see them as legitimate Super Bowl contenders to win a championship with that current group of wide receivers. Uh, that was going to be my next question. Do you think that they're going? They they have something else up their sleeve. I, I know you kind of mentioned this, but do you think that there is something else that uh, that there was nothing that came out over the last couple of days since the cutdown day happened? So let's let's like kind of throw that out out of the window. But do you think there's something else up Gutenkin's sleeve that says they're going to bolster this team? History tells us no, Bill. I mean, if you if you know, it's ever since Ryan Wolf is has left the building, they they don't make these you know, crazy uh, big splashes from this time. You know, they found Devondre Campbell on the street last year. But, again, that, 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 that that's a one-in-a-million kind of deal, the, the way he worked out, obviously, at inside linebacker. Just from, from, the, from Ted coming on, Bill, in 2005 up until today, you just haven't seen a lot of splashes from them, certainly in the off season and then, and then at the trading deadline. Again, if, if, if they're going to get over the hump, Bill, though, and, and, and pass the Rams and pass Tampa Bay and, and pass the Bills and Kansas City and the Bengals and, and the powers that be in the league, I mean, they absolutely still have to 
go out and add at least a number two level wide receiver bill and and obviously uh, a number one in a best case scenario type of situation. Maybe Gutekunst Bill is letting this play out through training camp and and maybe he'll take this to the trading deadline. Remember now, it's certainly later than it's been with it being the end of October. Teams get seven, eight, nine games under their belt today. It only, it only used to be a month that they would get, and, and the trading deadline would, would, would come up on us and sneak up on us early in the year, Bill. Now you get about halfway through the season. Um, but, boy, even then, Bill, that that's late to add. You know, let's just say it's a DK Metcalf type of player. It's late to add him to your roster with only a couple of months leading in, leading into the postseason. Um, my current feeling, Bill, is, is this is the group they're going to go to battle with, and, and, and they're for the best and, and they'll try to win with, with defense and a run game and a quarterback that picks the spots and, and tries to pick people apart when, when, when they, when they load the box to take away Dylan and Jones. But, but Bill, if, if that's their ultimate master game plan, I, I don't think it's a particularly good one. I, I, there's, there's no question they need to add another receiver. Um, we're all just going to sit back and wait. And I guess they'll find out if it's something they end up doing. Talking with Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Connolly Media. You can read his stuff over at Rob Reichel over on Twitter. Real quick before I let you go, Rob, I wanted to ask you the defense. We had talked about it, and does this defense have that top five capability? Because if they do, then you kind of say, oh, okay, the, the offense doesn't have to be nearly as explosive as we would like because the defense would be that good. But do they have that, even that capability, to be consistently top five across the board? Undoubtedly, yes. Yes, and and again, I, I I think they'll win 12, 11, 12, 13 games again with with this group, Bill, and, and they'll run away with the NFC North and win that by five games, like they have each of the last two years. I I think they'll be in the hunt for for a number one, uh, you know, playoff seed again. Probably end up in that one, two, three range when it's when it's all said and done. But Bill, when when you get late in the season, when you get to January, and, and everybody saw this last year in the 13-10 loss to San Francisco, and, that, and remember, that was with Devontae Adams. You know, at, at some point in time, you, you, you need high-level offense, and, and you're going to see plenty of high-level offenses. You know, you'll, you'll see a trio of stud-wide receivers in Tampa Bay and with the Rams, and Mahomes is going to have them, Billy, and, and you know, Buffalo does too. Green Bay's defense is, is going to be outstanding, Bill. I mean, the addition of these two rookies, it may not click in the first six or eight games, but certainly by January, I think those two will be really difference-making type of players. The secondary is as good as you have in football. You have an outstanding pair of outside linebackers with, with Gary and Smith. I mentioned Campbell earlier coming off the monster year he had. You know, that they're so deep up front, Bill. I mean, Kenny Clark's an all-pro level player. You know, Lowry is a real sneaky addition was Jaron Reed and, you know, in the offseason, Wyatt's going to turn into a nice player for him. Slayton's still there. I mean, so they're as deep, Bill, as they've, they've been in a decade up front. But it, but at the end of the day, Bill, to me, when you when you get to January, you, you've got to find a way to get to 27 or 30 uh, in a game against Tom Brady or in a game against Matt Stafford or Josh Allen. I don't care how good your defense is. And right now, that to me is the number one question with that football team. Is that something they can do? And, and right now, I don't think the answer is yes. Rob, great stuff as always, buddy. We'll continue to watch the saga that is, and then uh, we'll touch base again real soon, okay? Always a saga, right, Bill? All right, thanks That's a lot. That's it. Keeps us going. There you go. That's our buddy Rob Reichel joining us for a couple of minutes. Forbes.com. You can read his stuff at Connolly Media as well, uh, author of numerous books regarding the Packers. You can see his Packers coverage at Rob Reichel, R-E-I-S-C-H-E-L, R-E-I-S-C-H-E-L, over on Twitter. Good stuff from our buddy 
Rob Reichel. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Bill Michael Show, we continue on. Good stuff from Rob Reichel talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers. And if you're just tuning in, David Carr, Derek Carr's brother, was on the Rich Eisen Show and said that Devontae Adams and Derek, his brother, have been wanting to play together for years. And it's not just one of those things where it's kind of like, ah, it'd be nice to play with you someday. It's something that's been in the works for years. They thought they had a deal in place a couple of years ago to get Devontae Adams out of Green Bay. And he wanted to leave Green Bay. And it took him two more years down the road before finally Devontae basically said, I'm not playing for the franchise tag. I'm not going to play here. It's not going to happen. So you can deal me away and get something for me, or I'm just going to sit out, but I'm not playing here. So interesting stuff today as the revelations, like an onion, continue to peel away from the uh, each layer from the center. And uh, just, uh, you know, you... Um, how do I put this? All of this tends to spin about spin around Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if it's all warranted. He is the lightning rod for many. I that I agree with. But um, I don't know if it's always warranted. Maybe this was just Devontae wanting to go play with Derek Carr. He played with Aaron Rodgers. He's done all he could. And now he wants to leave. Now, the statement by... There's some things here that just... They don't pass the smell test. Uh, Devontae Adams saying that his his career is incomplete unless he wins a, a Super Bowl. You don't get closer to a Super Bowl by leaving Green Bay. Okay, we all understand that. Because I, I still think the Packers... If Aaron, if Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams were still together... With this team, with the addition of a Sammy Watkins, with the addition of, say, Christian Watson and company, concentrating on bringing in additional weapons, I think this 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 team hands down is the favorite to win the NFC. Hands down. We all look at it as Devontae's gone. They don't have any weapons. And I don't see it that way. I see it as they have a consistent threat that is no longer there. But now you just got to figure it out. But it doesn't move, mean they're not going to be able to move the football. I, I, I find it difficult that you lose one guy and suddenly your whole offense is going to grind to a halt. I, I just, I don't believe that. You know, everybody said prior to, prior to Randy Moss and after Randy Moss that, well, Tom Brady, he doesn't have anybody to throw to. He's got a tight end. That's it. And they won championships. So I don't believe that. I, I think you, when you have a very stout defense, there's a lot of things you can do. There's risks you can take. There's plays you can call. There's things that you you don't normally do, but because you've got a defense to back you up, you tend to do it. I think they'll learn that. 
Um, I, I, I don't think it's going to be as bad as people are making it out to be. I think you're going to see the offense operate a little bit differently, maybe. But do, do they take a step back? Yeah, uh, in some way, shape, or form. But for what, two games, five games? I can't imagine that they can't figure it out all season long, that just the loss of Devontae has completely derailed the Green Bay Packers. And if it does, then Aaron Rodgers should give back the back-to-back MVP awards. Because Aaron Rodgers is going to have something to say about this. 877-867-1670. You want to make a comment, do it. Um, This one's from, uh, this one, who's this from? This is from Tom. Tom says, uh, did you listen to Brady last night? I would not be too confident if I'm the Buccaneers about my quarterback. It it was interesting. Yeah, I, 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 you're talking about the discussion after the match last night, right? When Brady said, I'm kind of like, you know, split. I think he said like 55, 45, 55% of him wanted to retire. 45% of him, of him wanted to come back or vice versa. However, I read that. Um, but that he said, you know, well, once you make the decision, then you're kind of like, okay, now I'm back. But he even said it. He said, I think if I remember correctly, he said something to the effect of, you know, okay, you make that decision. And now it's like, oh, okay, I got to get ready for the season. That, that's not jumping into it with both feet and your whole heart in it. Do I think that Brady's going to play competitively? Absolutely. He's, he's just got that in him. But do I think, you know, the, the old adage is, once you truly get to the point that you're ready to retire, retire. Don't try to milk it for another year or two. It just it, it doesn't work out well. Just doesn't work out well. I don't think Rodgers is ready to retire, but I think I think he you know Rodgers alluded to it. I think he knows. You know, he's he's walking up 17 or 18. He's he's close. He's close. I think some sometimes when you get to the point in your career, especially when you have enough money, that you and you don't have to play and there's something in you that says, I don't have to do this anymore. If you don't have the fire to say, but I love it, I eat it, I breathe it, I sleep it, I want to do it, then that's when you realize it's time to start packing it in because the grind becomes that much more of a grind. The cold becomes that much colder. The heat becomes that much hotter. So I don't I don't think Rodgers is there yet. But, you know, we'll we'll you know, like everybody else, we'll see. We'll see what the world offers. In the world of Aaron Rodgers, that is. Uh, but getting back to the original point, and, and as Tom was trying to make, this is not, I, I think, Aaron, there's a lot of different things you can think about when it comes to this situation with Devontae Adams wanting to leave. You can say, well, he didn't want to stay to play with Aaron Rodgers. Then, Well, that's true if he had more of an affinity for Derek Carr. If just he and Carr genuinely wanted to play together. Now, if Devontae, it could be true that Devontae Adams had some kind of a um, an outlook. I'm not going to say a beef because he didn't have a beef with Aaron Rodgers. But if he looked at, at this and said, like you know, Rob Reichel said, the quarterback's high maintenance, man. You just he's never happy. He's just a downer. He's always got some kind of BS thing to say in his quirky ways. 
He's demanding more money. He's the highest paid guy. He points the finger at everybody else. He doesn't take credit for his own ineptitude. You know, if you, I mean, you can go in all of that. You can do all of that and say, okay, yeah, there's the lightning rod that is Aaron Rodgers. But maybe it's just, he just wanted to go. He just wanted to play with Derek Carr. They got along together. They get, they get along together. He lived with Derek Carr and he saw an opportunity and said, I am going to leverage my way into this opportunity. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe for us or you or those who try to point the finger at Aaron Rodgers over everything, maybe there isn't any any in here, you know? How do you look at it? 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Again, 877-867-1670. How do you look at it? This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue. They are veteran-owned. They are right here in the state of Wisconsin. They're good. It's a good product. I, I'm not BSing you here. It's not like I'm just trying to get you to pump up a, a veteran-owned product. It, it's good. Uh, I've had numerous friends that I've given them some of these sauces and rubs to, and they're like, oh, my God, it, this is really good. This is surprisingly good, uh, rather than just being a local company. This is really good. So, uh, check out our friends. If you're a, a barbecue enthusiast, if you use rubs, hot sauces, fajitas, stuff like that, they have something for everybody. Go to burnpitbbq.com, burnpitbbq.com. They are a proud supporter of the Fisher House and our motorcycle ride. Again, burnpitbbq.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show enjoying the day enjoying the day hopefully uh you are as well uh 877-867-1670 877-867-1670 hit us up want to hear from you again 877-867-1670 um this one is from max uh, no max we already read that i'm sorry uh margo margo says uh aaron Rodgers is to blame for everything let's be honest everything revolves around the quarterback I think everybody's being too hard on Aaron. Uh, she says that facetiously, by the way. Uh, I, I think everybody is being too hard on Aaron. Everybody, Aaron. everybody wants to give Aaron all the praise and then give him all the grief. Sometimes there has to be a happy medium. I would agree with that. I, I've said that before. It's very sensible to say that now um, because he is the guy that gets a lot of the credit. He's a guy that gets a lot of the praise. Then, of course, you have to. You, you, how do I put this? You have to, um, you have to be accountable might be the best way to put it. If you're going to be the face of something, you have to also be accountable to something, you know? So that's the only area that we could say maybe there's a fault in. I look, I think Aaron Rodgers is the ultimate competitor. I think he wants to win. I think he wants to win so much more than than what I believe many of you even realize. I I just go back to a conversation he and I had years ago, years ago, where he 
genuinely wanted to be considered the best quarterback in Green Bay Packer history. And statistically, the throwing of the football, the running of the football, what he can do with it, where he can put it, the placement of it, touchdowns, interceptions, yardage, all of that. He's technically the best. Technically the best. We know that football is the ultimate sport. You have to have everybody around you to be able to win. So we've seen a lot of good quarterbacks. I mean, Lynn Dickey's record should be so much better than what it was, but the defense wasn't that good. We all know that. He doesn't get nearly the credit he deserves. So Aaron Rodgers is an incredible quarterback in the sense that he kind of drugged some bad teams into the postseason when they really didn't have any business being there. And the unfortunate thing about it was because he was that good, they ended up drafting lower through no fault of his own, you know? So on one hand, you can say, boy, should have more wins, should have more championships. On the other hand, you can say they had, they had no business being there, and they got there because of him. And because of the draft position, it might have been their own worst enemy because he was just that good. So it, it depends on how you look at things. But I know he wants to win. I, I know that. If he wins, if he won in the last two years, if he won two of the next three years, Super Bowls, and he ended up with three on his resume, he'd be the he'd be the greatest quarterback in Green Bay Packer history. And I know there's many of you who would then yell at me, Bart, Bart Starr. Different era, different ability, different time. You have to understand the process. Uh, but in the Super Bowl era, he would be the best. And that goes all the way back into the late 60s. Right? He would be the best. It's difficult to look at the legacy and lore of a quarterback from days gone by and say that, the, well, in today's day and age, they wouldn't do this or wouldn't do that. Same thing with Aaron Rodgers going backwards saying, well, you know, Vince Lombardi, would he have allowed certain guy, guys to leave, to stay. If a guy would have made him mad, would he have shipped him out? You know, I mean, all that kind of stuff. Who knows? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Uh, Mark says, sorry, uh, the Blue Angels, he wasn't listening. The Blue Angels are in Eau Claire this weekend, and uh, they're working out right now. Can't hear you. <laughs> I will give you a lot of reasons that you can't listen. Okay, you got to go to a doctor. You're in the doctor's office. You got something health wise going on. No problem. Boss has called you into a meeting. Got to go. No problem. Blue Angels blowing up supersonic sound above your house. No problem. You got me. You got me there, Mark. There's a lot of things in this world I can bow to. I'll bow to the Blue Angels. Go for it, man. If you have to run to your window and watch them or sit out on your porch and watch them, do it. I don't think you're going to put a headset in. And listen to this program while the Blue Angels are flying by and still be able to hear us. So you you, you go hang. If, if the Blue Angels are flying over your house, man, you're in. You're in. 877 867 But I, I really do. I think that Rodgers wants to win more than most people, and, and he doesn't get nearly enough credit for that. And I look, I've been as hard on Aaron Rodgers as anybody. I think if you've ever listened to the show, you can probably admit that. But I, and all this stuff, I, I no, I'm, I'm not giving him grief for that. I think there's some things that you can think out loud about. There's a lot of stuff to, to bite on and chew on there. But 
all the negative stuff right now piling on. No, I, I think he wants to come back. I think he wants to win. Uh, he did uh, the, the the team a solid by giving them the ability to lower his salary this year and his base salary and put some talent on the field. I, I do. Uh, do I wish that he would have said, "Hey, make it twenty million. Make give me sixty million over the next three years. Twenty million a year. Call it a day." How much is too much, right? I, I, do I wish he would have done that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Would I have done it? I don't know. Probably not. I'd like to think that I would. But as our incomes raise, so do our toys and so do our playtime and and so do our, you know, our, our things to do. Not to say that I would ever blow through 60 million bucks, but I, you get it. You know, it's like... You know, the only way that $60 million is kind of like, eh, throw it away. Who cares? He'd be leaving $90 million on the table compared to what he got. So who am I to say? You know, who, who are you to say? Because you don't know what you'd do. If we're living modestly right now, it's only because that's what our means allow. If you and I had $200 million in the bank, we probably wouldn't be living that way. We'd have some bills. We'd probably have some pretty big bills. We're not paying everything in cash. We probably have some pretty big bills, and we'd have to make more money to pay those bills off. And it is what it is. The old adage is, as Patrick Ewing said years and years and years ago, we make a lot of money because we spend a lot of money. So when players make a ton and you get all mad about it, and I get all mad about it and say it's disgusting and they don't deserve it, I also then think to myself, hey, are they going to come into my town at any point in time and blow twenty grand on a dinner and tip uh, a girl that maybe is a single mom trying to work her way through college? going to tip her $10,000, so be it. Make that money, spend that money. I'm all for it. Uh, 888-867-1670, find us. Um, eight, seven, uh, got a couple things here. Um, a couple things I want to get to. Coming up, I, I do want to go back to the Brewers discussion, uh, and this is from uh, Jason. Jason says, um, talking Brewers baseball, do you think the Brewers are on the downward slide right now or maybe going through the midseason lull? I hope not. I hope not. God, no. Um, we'll get into that. Uh, did you see that Kobe Bryant's jersey? I, I get, where's, the, where's this? I just got an update on this. Um, Kobe Bryant, it, through the SCP auctions, the premier auction, it, it's underway, and the bidding has been uh, coming in hot and heavy for the first couple of weeks. The item that uh, has the most action on it right now is the Kobe, Kobe Bryant game-worn jersey. Uh, it's the first ever to be photo-matched to his rookie season playoffs. The one-of-a-kind jersey currently sits at $1,523,250 ahead of the close of the sale on Saturday night. Uh, the Mamba rookie threads are expected to go for anywhere from 3 to $5 million when it's all said and done. Wow. How about that? Three to five million bucks for the, they they have photographically looked at this jersey and found it and matched it to his rookie game worn jersey 
during his rookie season in the playoffs. So the Kobe Bryant jersey sits right now at $1.523 million. And when the sale ends Saturday night, the heavy bidding will really begin probably Friday night, Saturday morning, and then really become rambunctious as the evening goes on. So come Monday, we're probably talking about a, a jersey anywhere from three to five million bucks for the Kobe Bryant jersey. Crazy money. You want to talk about some crazy money? There you have it. Crazy money. Speaking of money, speaking of money, oh, oh, here's another one. Forbes came out, gave us a list. Did you see who's a billionaire now? Oh, talk about players making a lot of money. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. of Wisconsin. Good people. Real good people. And I've been telling you for a while now that uh, they have got uh, not only fantastic uh, windows and doors, but um, they've got financing to fit everybody's needs. And they've got more and more and more innovation, which is also the best part about it. Um, So when you talk about the innovation of what Pella Windows and Doors does, they... um, they're just they're just really good people, and the the financing they have is so incredibly budget friendly. It really is. Um, the financing fits just about everybody, and the windows fit just about everybody. Whether it's the two different types of vinyl windows, impervia windows, wood windows, three different types of wood windows. They've got the roll screen that is actually inside the window. They've now got another screen innovation. That actually lets more light in, but still has a screen capability. It's just there's so much that they do, and they continue to be the masters at it. So if you're looking for windows to keep the heat out in the summer and the cold out in the winter, we all know that, to be economical, to add value to your home, all the reasons you would want to get windows to begin with. And, by the way, lock them, seal them, kick plates, all that kind of stuff, safe. Nobody's getting in unless they're smashing through the wall. That ain't happening. So check out our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Or call them, 855-PELLA-WI, 855-PELLA-WI, and see everything they have to offer for yourself. Really, really good stuff. Um, What else do we have here for you? Uh, so remember we were talking the other day uh, about the uh, Miami Booster that was uh, in some of these John Ruiz, the Mega Booster. He was the guy that was in part of the uh, the U documentary. And his company, MSP Recovery, they ended up going public. And that share price, John Ruiz's company, has dropped 86%. Now there's law firms investigating whether or not uh, MSP and certain... Uh, officers and or directors have violated the federal securities laws. This is the guy that just continues to find his way into business. He makes money and then goes to a fall. That's 
just kind of the way it's been for this guy. Uh, but the mega booster, John Ruiz, his company, MSP Recovery, uh, went public. It was supposed to be this big day. Gets in there, and then a short period of time later, it's already dropped 86%. And now they're saying, yeah, uh, with some of the insider trading and some of the things that have gone on, uh, it's not not real. So that guy continues to find his way into the negative press. Hey, tragic news about Marion Barber, uh, the former Dallas Cowboy. Um, he uh, ended up, he was found uh, dead, ended up passing away. Now, he did have some issues after his playing years, but he was just 38, six seasons with the Cowboys who drafted him in the fourth round of the 2005 draft. Um, but uh, they said that uh, they are heartbroken by the tragic death of Marion Barber. Old school, hard nosed football player. He instantly, insta- remember, he was uh, Marion the Barbarian. In his third season, he made the Pro Bowl. And the barber had just 42 career starts, serving mostly as uh, part of a two-back system his entire career with Julius Jones or Felix Jones. Uh, but uh, he was used as a red zone back a lot of the time because he would just punish guys. Uh, finished his career with the Chicago Bears. Uh, just the latest this year when his, uh, we talk about his death uh, for the Cowboys family. The Cowboys have also said goodbye to Hall of Famer uh, Rayfield Wright. Former assistant coach Gary Brown, longtime scouting director Larry Lacewell, Marilyn uh, Marilyn Love, who had been Jerry Jones' personal assistant for forty years. So they have uh, had quite a few passing down there in uh, Dallas. But uh, Marion Barber, the latest to uh, do now, he did, and I don't know all the issues. I couldn't honestly tell you, but he did have some issues um, off the field after his playing days had come to an end. But uh, I don't know if that played a contributing factor in all of this or not. But but his career, at least, uh, you know, in his look, ended too early. And uh, just sometimes that's hard to deal with. I mean, I don't know. I couldn't honestly tell you what exactly happened, but it is what it is. So sad news. Sad news. Uh, coming up in the next hour, we'll get back into uh, some of the uh, Brewer discussion. And also, uh, go back to you've got the NBA NBA Finals getting underway tonight. Who you got? Who you got? Boston, Golden State, and why? We can go in that direction. OTAs continue in Green Bay as well. You're hoping next week you got mandatory minicamp. We'll find out if uh, Aaron Rodgers, number 12, shows up and works a little bit with some of the younger guys that uh, have – been implemented into this offense that are at least being counted on to be semi-contributors at the very least. So we'll uh, we'll see if Rodgers decides to show and what's going to go on there. Uh, and then obviously, uh, you know, back here, our news of the day has been that David Carr, Derek Carr's brother, on the Rich Eisen show, talking about how uh, Devontae Adams has wanted out of Green Bay for numerous years, wanted to go back and play with Derek Carr, wanted to be his guy. And they thought they had a deal in place a couple of years ago that didn't work out. So for them to get another bite at the apple, there was no way that uh, Devontae Adams was coming back to Green Bay, which is evident because the Packers, at least according to sources, uh, many reports and rumors out there, uh, had offered him just as much, if not more money, an opportunity to stay. And he turned them down and said, no, I'm, I'm leaving. So where does that, uh, what, what, what is that look? What is that optic for the Packers? What is that optic for Devontae? What is that optic for Aaron Rodgers? We'll get into all of that coming up here 
in just a little bit as well. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Jason says, old news, move on. No, it came out today. No, it came out today. Just an FYI. Um, and Jacob also says that uh, why can't we just look at it as Devontae wanting to leave and get out of the shadow of Aaron Rodgers, play with another quarterback, and be great there as well to extend his legacy. That's that's a great point. That's a great point. You are correct. There you go. All right, let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break, come back. Final hour of the Bill Michael Show. Stay tuned. we got a lot more coming up right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe. 